guests now. Uh, time for our next guest. So, of course, we all know we're going into the sixth month of protests in Hong Kong, and my next guest has been spending much of that time literally on the front lines, putting herself in between protesters and police. May James is a freelance photojournalist and reporter, and she joins me in the studio now. So welcome to the program, May. <laughs> Thank you, Karen, May, for having me. Maybe the, your hardest battle today was getting here, right? Yes, it's uh, a lot of a roadblock, and um, I couldn't even get a taxi. So they said, uh, uh, OutHK, no, no. No, we're not going there. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the no-go zone. But you made it, which is great. Um, and also, I'll tell listeners that we're on Facebook Live. So if you go to my Facebook page, Karen, on RTHK Radio 3, you can see as well as hear May there. So May, first of all, tell us a bit about um, what it's been like covering the protests in the last six months. Because you, you've been out there nearly every day, right? Well... Well, not every day. I can't cover everything. And I realize I can't cover everything as months pass by, you know. And at the, I think at the beginning, it's much clear agenda. So it's you follow from one place to the others, and it's easy. But now you have rumors on this. You, you have um, a sudden change schedule. Um, you have... Um, and there's so many things happen at the same times. And if you want to cover something big, you don't know. You don't actually know. <laughs> right. So how do you decide every day where to go or where to start at least? Well, um, I have like hundreds of telegram groups. Right. <laughs> I'm glad I can read Chinese. Yeah. So there's a lot of um, talk. And I sometimes if I'm planning to go on that day, then I will look at it. Um, probably a day before at least to check out what's going happen next. Um, sometimes um, it works. Sometimes you go there, it's nothing happened. <laughs> right. Okay. So you have to you have to be water as well. You have to be flexible. Yeah. yeah. And so, sometimes you you get a bit um, like the other day I went to um, um, uh, CUHK, the Chinese University, the first day on Monday. When I hear something, I went there, um, I was too late. And mm. it's kind of far away. I live, you know, quite far distant to get to as well. So when I get there, I say, oh, God, you know, it's it. just missed it. And I can feel the heat on the ground as well. I think they burned a lot of things. I can still see the smoke and everything. And I said, oh, I missed it. But then because I'm there, so I take some pictures and um, checking out the, the telegram to see what's going next and I wait for a bit and I can see all these uh, students and still making the Molotov's cocktail mm -hmm. there's a lot of them making mm. <laughs> and then the police still guarding so I thought oh they might have a second battle and so I'll wait and I'll wait and until night time it seems that quiet so I left and I just it just I think it's um, just instant after the six months five months and you know there's going to be something happen because they make so many things right. and they're prepared and yeah. the police are not leaving yet. So I went back again on the second day and um, I I saw like two bottles in there from the afternoon. I make it um, because of the traffic as well. It's kind yes. of difficult, uh, but I make it on the first one and then I stay for and then the night one was it was crazy. It was really crazy, and and I think because the the bridge path is so narrow, 
luck, you know, to have so many, so many people. They were actually jam-packed. And uh, every most of the time they will ask, you know, give some space, give them space. But There's there no wasn't space. any space. Mm-hmm. And I suddenly I realized there was at one point I was right next to those, um, the fire guy, <laughs> they're throwing the uh, petrol bomb yeah. away. And... Um, and then one again, and then two again, they, they're like nonstop. And then the police keep firing the tear gas as well. And then they start shooting. I said, I had to get out here because yeah. they're so close to me. And he literally got on fire himself as wow. well. <laughs> so Gosh. I was like, Whew. every time he throw his like air from the back. So I kind of next to him, I, I couldn't even take picture because, you know, I'm just trying to, to get Protect away yeah, yeah, from yeah. him. And as I was trying to walk back and try to leave the scene, I couldn't find any space because people pushing to the front and I'm trying to go back. And it's kind of difficult on that part. (laughs) So this is one of the things, you know, the photographers have to get very close to the action. You you can't take good photos from far away. So how do you measure the risk, you know, of how close should I be in between the protesters and the police and where should I position myself? Well, I think you can actually get nice picture in different places. Of course, in the front line, um, you see a lot more action. But at the same time, there's a lot more photographer in the front line as well. So fighting your space. You're (laughs) fighting with the photographers, the other photographers. (laughs) Yes. And I think that's another thing as well. Mm. And because on the, at the sea, um, the Chinese university, because I have a a little accident, I got shot by the police. So uh, I got away. Um, the medic treated me quite good. And then I was a little bit scared, a little bit panicked afterward. Yeah. I, I'm okay. I really want to go back. But I couldn't I couldn't put myself right to the front at that moment. Mm. And it's a little battle to, to myself and said, am I going in? I try. I did actually try. And I walked back. Yeah. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> and then I saw I went, actually, I went up on the top and trying to find some scene to get from I see big crowd and I see different 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 uh, different photographs yes different photographs to take so you know tell us about the challenges you face being a woman on the front lines because most of the photographers are men yeah really they are you don't (laughs) see very many women is it more difficult maybe they treat me like a man I don't know I don't um, you have to ask them I don't I don't I don't feel they treat me differently, especially if I put a mask on, probably they can't. They don't can't tell, it's probably a good thing. (laughs) And I remember one time um, I had a picture, someone took a picture of me running away from the fire and I showed someone else, they said, is that you? It looked like a man. (laughs) (laughs) But you you know, you're you're small, you're not a huge person. You have to carry a big backpack, you have to carry a heavy camera. Yeah, it's heavy. Um, I mean, all those are, are much more challenging, right? Yeah, because um, I think uh, because I came from um, I before I do this, I took a lot of uh, spot pictures. So my camera actually gear up for spot, and they are quite big com- yeah. compared to those journalists who have a very small camera. My camera weighs about one point five kilo, just the body wow, itself. Wow, that's heavy. So with the lens and everything. It's um, it's heavy, um, so I try to sleep. 
<laughs> as much as I can, if I can. Yes, and get, get yeah. good exercise. Um, okay, you're also a mom. Yes. Right? You have one child? Two. two children. Two girls. Two girls. How do they feel about what you're doing when they see their mom out there or they know you're out there? How do they feel? I think... Um, well, they, they still argue as their sisters, but at the same time, I think we born better. And even though I'm not at home sometimes, and they, I mean, even though they argue, they're still cooking for each other. Mm -hmm. And especially sometimes when I leave the house, um, my young one will give me a, squeeze me really tight, give me a really good hug and say, don't die. Oh. <laughs> are, they, so. are they very worried about your safety? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Um, but my elder one a bit more, um, I think, mature in the way that she know I want to go there. So um, she doesn't really want to talk too much about it. Um, but she always look at my pictures. <laughs> so I'm sure they're proud of you as well, right? Yeah, they, she is. She is. You know, and even say, though they're friends as well, they sometimes they come to my house and have a play day or something, and they say, Auntie May, you be careful. Auntie May, you be careful. <laughs> yeah, that's really amazing. And you have had some pretty harrowing experiences. You, you, you just you referred to it very quickly just now. <laughs> you got hit in the head with a tear gas canister. Right? Uh, I think it's a rubber bullet. A rubber bullet, yeah. okay. Um, surely that was not a pleasant experience. No, I got, I was totally just dizzy and, and I thought it's a brick. I really thought it's, but it's no way it's a brick on that direction. Um, so it's, it was just, um, I, I don't, I don't know. It just, it, that moment, it just feel quiet mm -hmm. and I feel, faint. and I'm, I'm glad there's a lot of medics around. Right. You know, they just say, you know. So they helped you straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And of course, you also got arrested. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. I <laughs> Tell us about that experience and how did that make you feel? Well, well, actually, I because I don't, I never actually study journalism. So, but I always into photography. So um, when I was there, just me being myself, taking pictures from both sides as the, the scene and flow of, unfold. So I'm not, um, I don't have any, I, I'm not even a political person right. as well. So for me to be on, on the ground, it's just capturing and documenting each things. And, and as a Hong Konger, and I live in here so long all, mm. all my life so um, I think certain thing I expect in a normal way and sometimes I just feel a lot of um, can you do that can you do that in the last few months oh really oh you can do that. Mm. I, it's a bit shock for me as well mm. so when I get arrested I don't I don't know I don't actually know I'm arrested really? I don't even know why I arrest I have a lot of questions I don't understand at that point in time. So, but I still kind of think um, it's Hong Kong. It, it, it's not safe, but it's part of my upbringing is safe still. Mm, that part it will, of it. It will be fair and you'll yes. be treated properly. Yes. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not too scared at that point in time. And when I was there, they were okay to me. 
I mean, doing the ground, it seems, I guess when people panic, when people don't know what to do, then maybe there's a lot of things can happen, right? Mm-hmm. But inside, I think when everyone's calm, it's, it's okay. Yeah, you're amazingly calm for all your experiences. <laughs> Um, you know, you just mentioned that you know you're you're really a photographer at, at heart. D- is it hard to stay neutral when you are out there and you see all these things, you see all these behaviors? Well, um, I think I see it scene by scene. I can't remember everything, and I I don't think it's fair to put the yesterday things happen and put it on today and assume what's going on today. I think anticipate certain things for the picture, yes, I would, but um, it's, I can be neutral by taking picture because I do see both sides have so many different emotions. I can see the helpless, both sides. I can see the anger in both sides. I can see they're totally... Um, irrational or they totally um, just want it calm down they, whatever they they just want it stop mm. but in the in the way that they could be just talking you know so it's because I see so many different angles and so many different feelings so I can't really say especially it's a lot of rumors nowadays yes. so I can't really judge yeah, it's just not that simple, is it? It's not that simple. It's a very complex situation. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, you mentioned just before we went on air that um, you're working on a book project. Could, can you tell us about that? <laughs> well, um, all I think uh, all I can say right now is something going to be big and beautiful and and uh, it will be amazing that uh, because we are aiming to give out to a lot of people and um, maybe we we probably have some uh, that we have a few um, uh, what's the word um, different version okay yeah some version will be like a hard bag premium quality one but some will be soft bag and you know uh, very affordable for the kid or sometime we just want to give out we just want everyone to have one so this will be a, a photo photographic book yeah it's a photo book it's a very classic photo book uh, yeah with images from the, all the protests yeah we're trying to uh, we're trying to get uh, all different great photographer into the book as well Oh, that's yeah. wonderful. So it won't be just my, but I can't cover everything. No, exactly. <laughs> and so as you as we go forward, you know, we're into six months now. Uh, are you just going to keep going out there and and trying to be wherever you have to be and, and taking the photos? Yes, I think so, because I, I think um, at the beginning is really 100% just pictures. But now because I, I am living in here, and also, I'm actually concerning about my kid as well. Yeah. And I, if I'm out, then I won't know what happened. You know, look, I know looking at the news, sometimes it's very different than you are on the ground. And because sometimes when I see, watch the telegram, I say, that is not what I saw, you know. So I know something, I don't want to bury by all those news that I don't actually see. So if I put myself out there, at least... 
some part of it I know is true or not. And then, yeah, I, I will. I will keep going. Well, May, thank you so much for coming in and sharing your story. Stay safe. Um, <laughs> thank you. And um, we look forward to seeing more of your photos as well. <laughs> thank you, Karen. Thank okay. you. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank and you. we've been speaking with May James, who is a um, Hong Kong photojournalist, freelance photojournalist, uh, who has been on the front lines really for the last six months.